Well, hello from downtown Duval and welcome to the Downtown Council podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Downtown Council of the Jacks Chamber. And this week, we're listening to a talk by Dr. Andrea Barnwell-Brownlee, CEO and director of the Cummer Museum. She's talking about the role art curation plays in developing community. This talk was recorded Friday, May 7th to a crowd of highly engaged council members and guests. And by the way, if you'd like to join the Downtown Council, talk to Brian Tuttle or join online at downtowncouncil.org. All right, let's get to the talk. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. Um, my name is Laura Phillips Edgecombe, and I am in real life the Director of Catering Events and Community for the Bread and Board, Australia Cocina, and the Bread and Burger now. Um, and for the uh, Jack Chamber Downtown Council, I am Programs Director. So I get the honor every Friday of introducing our speakers. Andrea Barnwell Brownlee, PhD, is an art historian, curator, and writer. Um, she's the Cummers Director and CEO. She uh, served as the Director of Spelman College Museum of Fine Art for nearly 20 years um, and the Senior Strategist for the Atlanta University Center Art History and uh, Curatorial Studies Collective. She's widely recognized for her wise leadership, ambitious vision, and influential publications. Brownlee is the recipient of several academic, professional, and scholarly awards, including the 2013 David C. Driscoll Prize in African American Art, She's curated and co-curated many exhibitions, most recently Deborah Roberts' The Evolution of Mimi, which was in 2018, and Mildred Thompson, The Atlanta Years, 1983 to 2003. Um, that particular exhibition was in 2019. Uh, is a member of the Association of Art Museum Directors and serves on the Board of Advisors for the National Museum of Art at Duke University. So with that, I'm gonna pass it over to Dr. Andrea Barnwell Brownlee. Good morning. I'm happy to, to be with you all. Um, certainly I bring greetings on behalf of the Board of Trustees of the Cummer Museum of Art and Gardens, but first and foremost, just wanna say thank you for the, for the invitation. You know, when Wanda and I were putting our heads together one day and we were talking strategy, you know, I'm sure you all know that Wanda is the Director of Community Engagement and Inclusion. We're having this conversation about what happens after the 100 days. <laughs> Who do you want to meet? Who do you need to get in front of? All of that stuff. And without flinching, without hesitation, she said, you all. She told me that you all are, are committed. I love the words like thrive and brave, but she also shared with me that you like to have fun. So this is something that um, I was very, very excited to, to, to book and get on the calendar. So thank you, Wanda, for making that happen. Thank you also for the opportunity to be in, in conversation and in community with Dr. Bridget. I look forward to meeting you soon. I, I laughed when, when you said Dr. B because my students, that's what they call me as well. So maybe this is in divine order, but they, they say it, they said Dr. They say Dr. B because Barnwell Brownlee without a hyphen is just such a tongue twister and it just became so confusing. So again, so happy to be in community with you. You know, when we were having our, our pre-party before the party, um, we were talking um, about how special the Cummer Museum of Art and Gardens is. And so, um, you know, Brian shared getting married, getting married there. Everyone seems to have a story about the Cummer Museum of Art and Gardens. So I am so thrilled to be here. So heart <laughs> thrilled to just share with you some of the things that I'm working on and have my my up my sleeve. So finger on the pulse of a lot. Hopefully you all can see my, my screen that I just started sharing. No problems. Great. 
So as many of you all know, we have an exceptional mission, and I can share with you that not too many institutions can really, really talk about having this, this incredible three-part, three-tiered focus. Some people have, a, have a, an education program, but they certainly don't have gardens like ours. So it's a really, really special place. You all know I'm not going to read all these slides because I have found and I have been told that when I get excited and get going, I go over my time. So I want to make sure that I stay on point. <laughs> so, you know, there are three things that are really, really top of mind, really, really top of mind. And I'm so excited that uh, we have this incredible 59 and a half year history that we're building upon. So one of the first things that I'm focused on continuing is this legacy of providing a platform for engaging experiences. I hope that um, some of you might have heard about our exhibition that opened about three weeks ago entitled Zanelli Moholi, Sonyama Gonyama, Hail the Dark Lioness. Zanelli Moholi is an artist, a visual activist from South Africa, currently based in Durban, and their photography is out of this world. We have welcomed so many visitors, first time visitors, as well as regular, regular members and friends that make it a, a point to visit us frequently. So I'm so happy to show you all. This is one sneak little preview. I'm not sure if you all have had a chance to come over yet, but I really, really welcome the opportunity to welcome you back to the comer if you haven't been in recent, in recent days. But again, this idea of really focusing on engaging experiences is really top of mind for me. Amplifying access for all. You know, one of the things I love about people like, like Brian who share that they got married at the comer is that it has a special place in so many people's hearts. I talk to a lot of people and I love hearing how special the comer has, has been. But I also have to say that there are lots of people that I've talked to and I just start randomly talking to people on a regular basis. So when I talk to them and they say, well, you know, we've never been, where is it? We've never felt welcome there. We've never gotten an invitation. All of these things I'm filing away and we're taking action. We have an incredible team, not just a staff, but also an incredible board. And this idea of amplifying access for all is something that um, we are really, really going to be uh, just headstrong about. And we're excited about this, this journey. The Cumber Museum has so many things to offer. Another photograph, hopefully it's not too much of a spoiler alert if you are coming to see the Zanelli Moholy exhibition, but um, we wanna make certain that we are open doors and that we're about access. There are so many people who have said to me also, you know, I don't live in the right zip code. And it, it, it perplexes me because we've got work to do. We have not allowed people to, to understand and to know that we are here for all of Jacksonville and beyond. So a quick note about Zanelli Moholy. They, as I mentioned, are a, um, a visual activist. And they are specifically interested in LGBTQ communities, not just in South Africa, but around, around the world. And so when we start thinking about this, this group of incredible self-portraits, I mean, they are electrifying. I have seen people do everything in this exhibition from 
drop their jaw, to cry, to just frankly not wanting to leave the space for hours on end. So this entire exhibition is a group of self-portraits that they have created over the last seven years. And again, it, it has been an incredible, incredible journey. So this idea of amplifying access, not just for who comes in the door, but also for who's on the wall. We're very, very excited about this. Certainly our permanent collection, we want everyone to know access for all means, not just the opportunity to come see the special exhibitions that are on just for, for a season, but also certainly spending time with our permanent collection. I love this photograph so much because not only does it show the, our, our holdings in terms of contemporary practice, but it also features a work by Mildred Thompson, who was of course a Jacksonville, who, who was born in Jacksonville. So in the interest of time, I really want to just want to center for a moment on Make It Fun. Again, when Wanda told me that this group had extended an invitation, I, I was very, very excited because making it fun, I had to add an exclamation point. I don't typically write with exclamation points, but I had to write an exclamation point for this group because I was so compelled. As I was looking at archival photographs, who can resist? Who can resist including this? Making it fun isn't just about young people. It certainly does focus on them, but it's also about families. Who doesn't love, you know, connect for, come or connect for? Who, who, who doesn't love this? So we are a space that um, is, is continuing to make sure that amplifying fun remains top of mind. There's something that you all probably heard of that I have never just yet had the, had the opportunity to experience, but it's called, it's called Summer at the Comer. And I'm so excited. I am so, so, so very excited that when you activate the backyard of the Comer, the backspace, this is what it, it can, could, should look like. And I understand this is one of the tame, this is one of the tame days. There are often times where it's so bustling that you can barely see the green space. I understand that um, this is truly, truly one of the most magical times of the year for the comer. The other thing that I love is that, you know, it's one thing to activate your backyard. When you activate your front yard, this is a different level of fun. This is a different level of welcome. And, you know, my predecessor, who I'm sure that many of you all had a chance to meet, um, his name is Adam, Adam Levine. And... This place, he said, is electrifying. This museum is extraordinary. I have to tell you, when he called and told me that um, he was actually leaving and asked me to consider it, I, I, I said, I said no. I said not, not, not right now. The timing, the timing was all wrong. I was happy. I was doing all of those things. But um, over time, speaking to a number of individuals, it just became very, very clear that this would be an exceptional opportunity and experience, not just for me, but also for my family. So again, when you activate your front yard, it's a whole nother, nother level. So how are we gonna go about doing this? You know, I'm very, very focused on organizational excellence. There are so many things, you know, we're, we're, we're about to turn 60, as I mentioned in November. And as somebody who believes that uh, 60 is the new 40, we've got work to do. And we've got to focus on organizational excellence and continue to build on things. You know, when, you, when your building starts to turn 60, things happen, ranging from HVAC to chillers to, so we're, we're getting ready. We're also getting ready to 
realign our efficiencies and think about how we can continue to serve the stakeholders better. Um, There's so many things on the horizon in that regard. A lot of these things are behind the scenes, but our hope is that the work that we put in behind the scenes is really going to reflect and be a part of our stakeholder experience. But I'm also committed to being a good neighbor, which is why when Wanda said, you know, hey, let's make this happen, I said, absolutely. So I'd be remiss if I did not pause for a moment to talk about aligning the museum and our growth with the growth of Jacksonville. One of the reasons I said yes to this opportunity is simply because Jacksonville is on the move in ways that are exceptional. I know I'm preaching to the choir here. The other thing that happened the other day was a, a board member sent this great article and I'm sure that you all saw it. It was in Forbes and it was something like what to do on a layover in Jacksonville. And it said, you stay at the Omni, you go to the zoo, you go to these wonderful restaurants, you come to the Comer, and you take your flight back out. How wonderful was it is, it, is it to be to think about being a destination for fun, for art, for culture, for an amazing place to, to live and to thrive and to visit also. So something I'm very, very excited about is thinking about this trajectory of, of, of forward momentum and continuing on this path. I personally believe like so many other people in my field that you cannot have a great city without a great art museum and without a great and thriving art culture. So this is what we're all about. These are the strategies um, that we're really implementing in order to get there. You know, again, spending time in the gardens, when you ask people what they think about when they think about the Cummer Museum, the gardens are what comes come first for most people. And I'm so excited about that, which is why we're focusing so much on integrating the gardens into so much more of what we do. As you all probably also know, the gardens were the first part of our campus that opened after the pandemic, or I shouldn't say after, during the pandemic. Everybody needed a place to be outside. People needed a respite. People needed some place they could really, really think about disengaging from all of this, this crazy, even if it was temporarily. So our gardens continue to have a very, very special place. So in the spirit of being a good neighbor, I hope you all will, um, will be in touch. I'm certainly going to make it my business to be in touch with you all and to, uh, to connect. And, you know, again, the 100 day plan, so many people have used this, this analogy and this metaphor of drinking from this fire hose. It's, it's, it's an incredible fire hose. And some days I think that the, that the diameter on the hose keeps getting bigger and bigger, but I'm here for it. I'm excited about being here, here for it. And um, just look forward to being in conversation and in community with all of you on a regular basis. And really, again, thankful for the invitation to be in community with you all this morning. So thank you. Wow, what a talk. Thanks, Dr. Barnwell Brownlee for joining us. Well, that's it for the Downtown Council podcast for this week. And of course, you can always keep up to date on Downtown Jacksonville by visiting us at the Downtown Council website, downtowncouncil.org, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash downtowncouncilljacksonville. Thanks for listening and tell your friends about the Downtown Council in our podcast. Hey, Downtown Council. This is Benjamin Alcorn with the Downtown Council Board. I want to take a minute to talk about our next meeting. Laura and the team do such an amazing job bringing in extraordinary programming week in and week out. And next meeting is no different. 
Uh, we'll, uh, we will have uh, Alex Safakis joining us on Friday, May 21st. Alex is president of JWB Real Estate Capital, and he's going to update us on several downtown projects that are really exciting. Mark your calendars, and please visit downtowncouncil.org for more info and to register.